Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, what is the purpose of miracles? See, the uninformed person might say, well, so they don't have to go to the doctor, so they don't have to have surgery, so I don't have to go to the hospital. Actually, that's not, at least from God's point of view, from God's eye view, you might say. Heart of God, that's not what it's about. Yes, that's one of the side benefits. But today, we're going to be talking about, from God's point of view, why does he do miracles specifically? Why do we believe that miracles, I'm talking about global miracles, are about to hit the earth? Just like Joel 2.23 says that he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Your old men will dream dreams, young men will see visions, and he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Why is he going to do that? Jeremiah 16.19-21 says, O Lord, my strength, and my refuge and my fortress in the day of affliction. That day of affliction is referring to the seven-year tribulation. The Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. And they have made unto themselves gods that are not gods. In other words, like Buddha and the like. Therefore, this once, I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah, meaning one time and only one time in the 6,000-year history of man, God is going to show his hand and his might, meaning he has not shown his hand and his might, not all of it, not 100%, not yet, meaning the crossing of the Red Sea, all of the great miracles, all the great curses, all of the works that Jesus did. Even Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. Yet we haven't seen anybody top his miracles yet. But that's what he's saying. In these last days, he's about to really show the world what he can do. Why? Because many people around the globe, it's not just here in America. This is a global thing. Many people around the globe have been duped. They've been lied to. They've been tricked by the devil, obviously. And they have believed other gods. They've accepted other gods. So this one time, this one time for the final harvest generation, God is about to pour out his spirit in sevenfold miracles, say the prophets. So today we're going to talk about why he would do that. Yes, 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 obviously it's for soul winning, but there's more to it than that. Let's start back at the beginning. The, the real big miracles really began with Moses, so let's start there. So Exodus 7-9, when Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, show a miracle for you. Then thou shalt say to Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went before Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh, before his servant, and it became a serpent. Now, you have to understand that this is the same thing that's going on today. Right now we see a difference between the Democrats and the Republicans. We see the difference between the light and the darkness. So Pharaoh is not impressed, it says, and then the sorcerers did in like manner with their enchantments, and they cast down his rod, and they became serpents, but Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, meaning that we're moving into time of miracles, brothers and sisters. Just, I promise, I promise, I promise, I heard audible words. August the 8th of 2015, I heard the words, this is the time of miracles. Then it was downloaded to my heart, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. 
In other words, it's a great battle. Like, as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks later, I heard the words, these are the days of Elijah, meaning it's the great end time battle between light and darkness, between Jesus and his son, or we call him the son of perdition, or Lucifer. And it's a battle using miracles, trying to see how many people can be won for Christ and how many Lucifer can keep from turning to Christ. So Aaron tossed down his rod, and then, of course, the sorcerers tossed down there. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, meaning God's miracles are greater. I'm about to show you in the Bible that those kind of miracles, this this is the time of miracles. Yes, God is about to pour out his miracles, but brothers and sisters, you better know and understand that there's also going to be false miracles, lying signs and wonders. So let me get to my point. I want to get you, this is my whole point, to go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. That is, if you're a prophecy student, if you want to be used in the last days to give an answer, to explain to scared, misunderstanding, uninformed Christians and others that aren't Christians about what in the world is going on in these last days, if you want to be able to give an answer, then you need to be at the crusade. If you want to be able to walk in sevenfold miracles, yes, I know what I'm saying. I know that that's a very big statement, but I believe God has directed me to do this. You folks have been listening for a while. You know that I'm not given to foolish statements. I'm very careful about what I'm saying. And I know that I know that I know, no, no, that sevenfold miracle is going to show up April 19 through 22 right here in the DFW area. So anyway, go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and reserve your spot. More on that later. Why do we believe it's going to happen this year? Now, this is, I'm going to skip through this very quick because I've covered it several other times. But December 27, 2018, Maurice Scalar, prophet of God, plays the violin, kind of like David played the harp. He plays the violin, stringed instrument, and he uses it to worship God. He was caught up in a vision. He was taken to the courtroom of heaven. And the Antichrist said, Adam was given exactly 6,000 years to rule the earth, and he gave that lease to me. I own it. I have the right to rule over every man, woman, and child who are mine by Adam's free choice. The time is up. I demand to be given me my government of mankind through which you call the son of perdition. And I've been given the scripture right to take control of the earth for seven and seven years. Give it to me now. And of course, then the thing around saying, well, no, we're going to give Jesus a little bit more time, meaning the time is running out. And they basically said that we have the right to bring in the rest of the names in the book of life before the last seven year tribulation begins, meaning that Jesus is kind of, we might say, under the gun. He's being pressured by Lucifer to get all the rest of the names of the book of life to receive Jesus. And I want to be a part of that. And if you want to be a part of bringing in those last remaining souls, then you want to be a part of this. Look at, I don't know, it's probably uh, 10, 12 years ago. I was drifting off to sleep one night and I said, Lord, and I thought about what I was saying before I said it. I said, I just want to say that I love you more than my wife, more than my children, more than the very beat of my own heart. Well, that got his attention because that night was the first time God spoke to me audibly. And I heard a voice and it came from all directions. And it said, I, and I want to tell you part of the story. It said, I'm giving you part of the harvest from the seeds sown by Billy Graham. I believe that that is about to take place. In sports stadiums, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, we are going to sports stadiums with miracles. Now, this first meeting is not for the public. This is not for the wheelchairs to be rolled in, though there will be some there. 
This is not the great big Billy Graham crusades. Those are coming. This one is the upper room experience. This one is to get people that are prophecy students that want to be able to teach prophecy, give an answer to people that are scared to death about the end times. They did not get themselves informed or they never even heard of the Bible and they need an answer. You want to be able to give that answer. You want to be able to walk and flow in sevenfold miracles. Then this is your crusade. That's the purpose of this crusade. Now let's go back to talking about miracles. Now let's jump to Numbers 14.22. It says, Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles. In other words, miracles bring people to, to God, in this case, Jesus. Deuteronomy 1.11 Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God and keep his charge and his statutes, judgments, and commandments. Skip down two verses and his miracles and his acts. Skip down to the next verse. An army of Egypt unto their horses or their chariots, how he made the water of the Red Sea to overflow them. Meaning, miracles brings people to God. That's the point of all of this. Deuteronomy 29, 2. Let's start there. Moses called unto all Israel and said to them, You've seen all that the Lord has done before your eyes in the land of Egypt and Pharaoh and all his servants into his land. Great temptations which thine eyes have seen. Here it is. The signs and those great wonders. Yet the Lord hath not given you a heart to perceive, eyes to see, and ears to hear unto this day. And I have led you these forty years in the wilderness. Your clothes, listen, are not waxen old. They didn't grow old for forty years. They wore the same clothes forty years. And your shoes are not waxen old in your foot. So the clothes and the shoes didn't wear out for forty years. You have not eaten bread, neither have you drunk wine nor strong drink. That you may know that I am the Lord your God. Meaning, miracles proves that it's God. That's the reason he's about to bring great miracles onto the world, my brothers and sisters. Mark 6.48, we'll start there. And they saw them tolling and rowing, for the wind was contrary to them. This is disciples in the boat. About the fourth watch, that's in the middle of the night, he cometh to them walking on the sea, and would have just passed by them. But when they saw Jesus walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit and cried out. And they all saw him, and they were troubled, and immediately talked with him and said unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased. And they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure, and wondered, and they considered not, here it is, the miracle of the lows, for the heart was hardened. See, miracles, him walking on the sea, began to show them that he really is the Son of God. He's saying they didn't, they weren't proved proven to him that he was the Son of God by the miracle of the loaves. So, John 2.23. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, the feast day, many believed on his name when they saw the miracles which he did. John 3.2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God, for, here it is, here it is, no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jump down to 6-2, a great multitude followed him because they saw the miracles which he did. 6-14, and those men which they had seen the miracle that Jesus did said, this is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. In other words, miracles, brothers and sisters. The miracles are not coming to prove Stan Johnson, Spirit of Prophecy Church, Prophecy Club, or even Dallas, or even you. The miracles are coming because we are the harvest generation. The end times have finally arrived, and 
God is about to round up a lot of people. Jesus is is under. He's up against the deadline. He's up against the wall. I know that sounds hard. I understand. You're saying what Jesus said. Look, if you read the the whole vision by Maurice Clark, you know that Jesus is under pressure to get those last remaining souls because the devil wants his seven years. Okay, John six twenty six. Jesus answered to them and said, Verily, verily, I said, You seek me not because you saw the miracles, because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. Meaning, miracles were supposed to have shown them the way. That's the purpose of signs and wonders. And we go to John four forty six. Jesus came to them in Cana of Galilee, where, they were, uh, where he made the water wine, and there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard Jesus come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. And Jesus said to him, except you see the signs and wonders, you will not believe. Meaning, that's the purpose of signs and wonders. John seven thirty one, And many of the people believed on him and said, when Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these which this man hath done? John nine sixteen. Therefore said to some of the Pharisees, Ah, uh, this man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath. Others said, Well, how can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? So miracles is to shine a light upon the message. What message might we be carrying? Well, it might be that the end times have really arrived. You see, many churches, many pastors, well, we don't have anything to do with that prophecy stuff. No, we don't read Daniel and Revelation. Yeah, well, those, so you don't get the miracles. Okay, does that make sense? John eleven forty six. But some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. Then gathered the chief priests and the pair of Pharisees at council and said, What do we do? For this man doeth many miracles. For if we let him alone... All men will believe on him, meaning the purpose of miracles is to prove God is there, is God is real. John twelve seventeen. The people, therefore, was with him when he called Lazarus out of his graves and raped him to the dead and bare record. For this cause, the people also met him, for they had heard he had done this miracle. And the Pharisees, therefore, said among themselves, Perceive ye how ye prevail nothing, behold. The world has gone after him. Skip down a couple of verses. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. So Jesus used the miracles to show them he was the Christ. Jump to Acts 2.22. You men of Israel, hear the words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by, here it is, here it is, miracles and wonders and signs. So the Bible says the purpose of miracles, wonders, and signs is to show that God has approved of that man, that ministry, or that message. In this case, he's trying to say the end times are here. You are the harvest generation. You're running out of time. 1 Corinthians 2.4 And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing, this is Paul talking, enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration, in spirit, and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. See, what is coming from most pulpits, and I'm not attacking the pulpits, I've been there, I've been there at the time where I just did a lot of teaching and a little bit of preaching. I understand. But you see, Paul is saying that when God is really with you, it's not just with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it's in demonstration of the spirit and power. And that's what God is about to bring 
right here to the Dallas area, April 19 through 22. But I believe it won't be just here, just alone, because it says, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Means it's going to be a global thing, and I believe it starts in the first month, just like Joel 2.23 says, in the first month, the first month this year happens to be in April. And why would it not start on any other day but Passover? Because Passover was the end of the curses and the beginning of blessings. Because the whole point of the feast is they are a shadow or a rehearsal or they are a picture of things to come. And what God does, he does on his appointed days. He does on his feast days. And the day that started the miracles was Passover. So he's already said it starts in the first month. He's already said, I told you in yesterday's broadcast, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, that 2019 is the year that they start. So that means that it's the first month, that's April. It starts on in 2019, the year 2019, and then it would start on his feast day, which is Passover. So I'm telling you, we have some real, not only that, we have 1,700 people doing a three-day fast and coming together and praying for for these miracles to begin on Passover 2019. Go to Acts 6.8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Then Simon himself, we jump down to 8.13. Also, when he had baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. So the miracles and signs prove the point. That's the purpose of them. Acts fifteen twelve, The multitude kept silence and gave an audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. In other words, God sent the miracles through Paul. And by the way, those were only single level miracles. What we're about to get is sevenfold miracles, miracles like no one going back to Adam. That's what he spoke to my heart too. No one since Adam has ever seen the miracles that are about to hit. Just like I talked about yesterday, Sundar Salvarage had four angels come to him, and he said, miracles are about to break out on the earth that no one, not even us, meaning the four angels talking to him, not even us has seen the kind of miracles that are about to hit. I know, I understand, we've been in this same rut. I'm talking about we the church for a long time. We've, you've done it. I've done it. We've all prayed for miracles. We've followed the scriptures. We even wondered that we did everything right. No miracle. Could it be that God was saving up his miracles for the last day's harvest, the harvest generation, the time when he was going to have to get the attention of some people that are about to have to stand before the Antichrist? He wants them to get saved before they see the beast. Then we go to Acts 19.11, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, and this is where they handed out handkerchiefs and aprons and disease departed from them. Yes, miracles are powerful. They point to that God is doing this, but also understand that the devil is going to use those miracles too. Let me point to the Revelation 13.11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. This is the false prophet. And he exercises all the power of the first beast, that's the Antichrist, before him, and causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. How does he cause the world to believe him? What does he do to get their attention to cause all the world to worship the Antichrist? Verse 13. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. It's a miracle, brothers and sisters. 
and he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles, which he had power to do in the sight of the first beast, that's the Antichrist, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Meaning, miracles change people's hearts. Miracles draw people to their idea. We are in the days of Elijah. Elijah stood on the one side saying, God is real. My God is real. The 450 prophets of Baal stood on the other side saying, our God is real. So Elijah said, well, I'll tell you what. You set up your sacrifice, I'll set up mine. And the God that answers by fire means God that shows up with miracles. Let him be God. That's where we are today, brothers and sisters. We're in the middle of this, Revelation 16, 13. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth into the kings of the earth and to the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. And the name of that battle is Armageddon. Revelation 19.20 says, And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet, that wrought miracles before them, with which he deceived them. Let me read that again. That wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them, that had received the mark of the beast, and them that had worshipped his image. These both were cast alive in the lake, burning with fire and brimstone. Meaning, it's miracles that win people to Christ, but it's also miracles that deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. So, what's really going on? Joel 2.23, Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain, that's Pentecost, moderately. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, the Pentecost rain, and the former rain, the latter rain, in the first month. That's a sevenfold miracle rain. When does it come down? In the first month. Well, that's not January, because it's not going by the Gregorian Western calendar. It's going by God's calendar. And this year, the first month happens in April. And Passover specifically happens April 19. Well, April 19 is Passover. And then that evening, according to the, the Bible, was unleavened bread. And then three days later, first fruits, that's when Moses crossed the Red Sea. And at this crusade, we're going to walk through, we're going to observe Passover unleavened bread and the first fruits. And we're going to walk through those days with 1,700 people fasting and praying a three-day consecutive fast. And we're going to pray. We're going to take uh, communion, get baptized, and we're going to believe for sevenfold miracles. Joel 2.28 says, it'll come to pass afterward. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Not a prophecy club thing, not a Dallas thing, not a Texas thing, not an American thing, a global thing. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And upon my servants and upon my handmaidens in those days will I pour out my spirit. Why? So that they can show, see my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. The purpose of the miracles is to fill up the rest of the people's names whose names are in the book of life that have not accepted Jesus. That's the purpose. That's the bottom line. And the purpose of this crusade is to begin to raise up disciples and lay hands on and anoint with oil people that want to, that will be anointed to be able to give an answer to teach Bible prophecy and to walk in sevenfold miracles. We want to see people walk out of this sevenfold miracle crusade anointed like they were in the upper room. We believe those kind of miracles and greater miracles are going to show up April 19th. I know what you're saying. Oh, come on, Stan. Well, look, brothers and sisters, the last day's got to arrive sometime. 
And I got in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Actually, I got in the mouth of four or five witnesses. 2019 is the year. And I just read for you that it happens in the first month. So why not? Why not now? Why not here in Dallas? Be a part of it. So if you want to be a part of it, here's what you need to do. We ask everyone attending to fast three consecutive days and break their fast at Passover April 19th. We have around 1,700 people fasting, praying for the miracles, and we are following the footsteps of Moses, Passover unleavened bread to first fruits. This sevenfold miracle crusade, we believe, is the start of the greatest miracle revival in American history. But it's not going to be just America, it's going to be global. We're building an army of prophecy teachers, miracle workers, to bring in the remaining names into the book of life. People who feel a desire to teach prophecy to a scared, uninformed, public in panic, having found themselves in the last days unprepared without understanding. We believe this is a modern upper room experience to prepare people to give an answer and to minister in miracles. As I said, I'll personally anoint each person with oil. This is not advertised to the public. This is just for prophecy students, those people who want to be empowered to serve in the last days. And you get signed up by going to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. It's a $222 registration fee, and if that's too much, then don't go. But if you want to go, you pray. If you feel like you're supposed to go, you pray, and God will make a way. Get you the days off, get you the money, and you, you can fast, okay? This is not for everybody. This is for people that want to be used in the last days. $222 registration fee, that's an Isaiah twenty two twenty two. open the door uh, commitment. $50 for the Passover meal. Also recommend you get the meal package, which is nine buffet meals for $200. That's about $22 a meal. That's a good deal. Hyatt has also extended the deadline to get the special discount sleeping room price for another week. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com. If you want to get my book, which is, I believe, very, very powerful, and it's what a lot of these miracle workers are going to use to be able to give an answer, then you get the book. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecies at prophecyclub.com. The book, My Sacred Door to Understand Bible Prophecies. The story is in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I got 30 revelations and two visions showing me some amazing things in Bible prophecy, specifically that the word first fruits is actually a secret door found in Leviticus and Revelation, which links the end time events to, in chronological order, to the feasts. When you link those together, all of a sudden you're going to know when the marriage supper is, when the great white throne, when the judgment seat of Christ is, what is the barley harvest, what is the wheat harvest, and what is the nations? How do they all fit together? How does this, like, what stops time? I'll tell you, first fruits when Jesus arose. When does it start? First fruits when Jesus returns. That's right. Jesus returns two more times. I got it backed up with scripture. Matter of fact, here's some comments. The book is awesome. I can't put it down. I ordered 10, sent them back to my home, back town, Michigan, my sister, and a few pastor friends, some people here in San Antonio. I'm obviously going to be ordering more since I've given them all away except for my copy I'm reading. Stan, I've read your book, and I'm reading it over and over. There is so much information, it's hard to read a lot at a time. Every time I read it over, I pick up something new. I found any, I haven't found anything I disagree with or had a bad feeling about any of it. It lines up with Scripture. I really enjoyed reading about the parables and how you explained them. It was real for me. I'm thinking young Christians should read this before they get misled by false teachings. 
good book, Stan, hope you write another one on Daniel. When I started reading this book, as soon as I finished chapter 3, I had to start reading it all over again. I read chapter 3 three times. This book is written in simple terms, easy to discern, for it very well written. I stand and finish reading your excellent book, and I didn't find anything that I disagreed with because you did very well in supporting your points with actual biblical scriptures to support your topics and statements. Good morning, Stan. Love your book, and I'm excited to get the conference. My question is, what's the difference between the tares and the grapes? And I explained it in the email. Again, April 19th through 22nd at Hyatt, Campbell and 75. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com or my book at prophecyclub.com. Get my book, 1 for 20, 5 for 30, 10 for 55. 1 for 20, 5 for 30, 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. Don't do the 1 for 20. At least get 5 for 30 or best deal, 10 for 55. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people that agree, 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20, recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract, you can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that'll lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com.